Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, a decisive win by Atlanta United tonight. 4-0 over Nashville. And Atlanta United now with back-to-back clean sheet wins uh, to begin this final 10-match sprint to the postseason, post-Leagues Cup. The last time, by the way, Atlanta United had back-to-back clean sheet wins by six or more goals. You'd have to go all the way back to September of 2021 when they beat Orlando here on a Friday night 3-0. And then came back a couple days later and beat Cincinnati here 4-0. Of course, Atlanta United ended up as the four, I believe the four seed, uh, made the playoffs that year. They were the hottest team in the league at the end of 2021 when they did that. And look, it's still only two matches. You want them to continue this. You now have a showdown coming up against the Supporter Shield leader Cincinnati on Wednesday. I would would call it something different because showdown makes it seem like if you don't get a win there that you're in a bad spot. No, I, I, I don't mean that. I don't that. think it's that. I think it's a, it's a statement opportunity. And we've talked about this before with, with this team at various stages this year of you get something good happening here, and now, okay, this is where all of the talk, and there's been a lot of talk, and there's been a lot of narratives, and, and look, we, we know, we know. Now I'll have to rehash all that. This is where you can really shut those down. You're playing the best team in the league this season in FC Cincinnati. They're 4-3-5 and five on the road. They've been incredible at home. 4-3-5 and five on the road. Atlanta has been one of the best teams at home this season, 8-2-3. and three. Need to prove it. Need to prove it. Need to continue to build. You're not going to have much time on the training pitch, unfortunately. You'll get a decent session on Monday. But you need to continue to build it. The, the question for me is do we see Sabo Lobchenidze in the starting lineup? Can he be that ready to go there because – Shande, Saba, Tiago, Yorgos. Oh, that's frightening. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be on the right side of that if uh, you're Atlanta, but that could be very, very scary for uh, you know Matt Miazga and Cincinnati's back line to deal with on Wednesday if it pans out that way. But Atlanta United has plenty of depth, as we've seen. You could even make an argument for Tyler Wolf to get a little more playing time in all of this. Uh, the man of the match tonight brought to you by Heineken. Depending on who you ask, <laughs> Tiago Almada either had 
a goal and two assists tonight, a goal and three assists tonight, or just two assists tonight, depending on who you ask. Uh, and I want to make this very, very clear, and I, I have tried until I'm red in the face to explain this to people this year, and they just do not want to listen. Oh, no. Apple keeps different stats than the official scorekeeper, okay? I don't know why I have had trouble explaining this. Apple uses a different company to do statistics and scorekeeping. Apple took Almada's goal away and gave it as an own goal to Jack Mayer. I really disagree with that decision. The official scorekeeper, Opta, kept the goal for Tiago Almada yes. and then took the assist away on the Saba goal. So a goal and, a, and two assists yes. officially tonight for Tiago Almada. It was just absolutely phenomenal. SofaScore is one of the websites that you can get live stats and, and ratings, and they use metrics to define their ratings. You don't see a lot of players get a 10 on a night. Tiago Almada with a 10. <laughs> That's not a voting poll. That no. is based off his production in the match. One goal, two assists. Expected assists, he, he was expected to create one. He was expected to score a little more than a goal. 84 touches. He passed at 86.7%. Here's the number that just is insanity. And I, I need to know, we might have to check this with Johannes, nine key passes from Tiago Almada. Nine. I can't remember anybody hitting double digits. I can't either. And I don't yeah. know if there's been a nine, maybe. Nine oh, key passes. Uh, you, yeah, you might have to go back to perhaps even 2017, I that don't. New England game. I, I, I can't think of any time it's hit double digits. But uh, we'll check. Almada does lead the league in key passes. He did coming into tonight, and he will surely well, he maintain definitely that definitely lead. leading it now. Yeah, so Tiago Almada, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Listen to these stats tonight. Shots were 20-13 to 13 Atlanta. Shots on target, 11-1 Atlanta. Over the last 85 minutes of this match, 11-0 Atlanta. Possession, 51-49 Atlanta. Match date, a big factor. There was almost no Atlanta possession after they went up 3-0. The uh, key passes were 16-9 Atlanta. The expected goals, 3.88 to 1.17 Atlanta. Nashville had six corners to Atlanta's five. Uh, Atlanta passed at 86% tonight. That's uh, very high, but uh, ordinary for Atlanta United this year. 50-50 on the duels. Atlanta United, 71% on successful dribbles. There are two very important ones. The successful dribbles, not so much the percentage, which is very, very good. The volume, 12 of 16 on the successful dribbles. Uh, this team, they've always liked to have those dribblers in it. Now you got some different ones with Mosquera, with Silva, with Saba, who, who's got some moves on the dribble. Of course, Tiago Almada. But here's the, the stat of the night. Seven big chances created mm. by Atlanta United. They did miss four, but they converted on three. Your big chance conversion, you want it to be a little bit higher than that. But when you're creating seven big chances in a night, you're going to win a match. Yeah, no doubt about it. Nashville had two. I think we're going to try to sneak a break in if we can. We're going to come back. We'll hear from Caleb Wiley down in the Atlanta United dressing room and hopefully Gonzalo Pineda as well as Atlanta United defeats Nashville tonight 4-0 on the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The official home for our Atlanta United. WZGC Atlanta. WZGC HD1. Always free on the Odyssey app. Back on the full-time report, Sports Radio 92.9, the game, Atlanta United, 4-0 winners over Nashville tonight, and Atlanta United's now won two in a row off the League's Cup break to put themselves within three points of second in the Eastern Conference as we go downstairs to the Atlanta United dressing room, and Caleb Wiley joins us. Caleb, I had a lot of fun watching you tonight against both Shaq Moore and against Jacob Schaffelberg. How do you feel about your night tonight? Um, yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, first of all. I'm really proud of the group. I thought we did um, amazing. Um, for the whole 90 minutes, we were sticking together there for each other. Um, but from my side, um, you know, I thought you know, I did, I did my, my part. Um, obviously, there's some things that I could have done better, but um, at the end of the day, that I'm proud of the group for, for getting the, the three points. Caleb, you know how it goes. We're going to talk about goals and assists a lot. That's going to be the, the headlines and the highlights. But tell me how important it is for the group to get back-to-back clean sheets. Yeah, it's super important. Um, I think, you know, for us defenders, I mean, that's our that's our goal is to stop the, the goal going, to stop the ball going in the back of the net. Um, and it's just a boost of confidence going forward. Um, you know, we feel a lot more solid, um, like a brick wall in the back. Um, and so it kind of just helps us, um, you know, with the next game and moving on. We talked recently about the, the change in, in maybe tactics a little bit, if you want to call it that, with you staying home a little bit more, tucking inside a bit, Brooks doing the same in the midfield. You know, you're a couple games into playing in this manner. How comfortable are you and how much room is there to grow for the group? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think you can see a difference, I mean, from, you know, how we've been playing now with this, um, you know, formation with me, you know, starting 
further back, like a left center back roll, and then picking my times to go forward and, you know, kind of have that surprise attack, you know, with that, that um, overlap or underlap. Um, and I think it's just the, the opponents don't really see it coming. Um, and it, it just kind of gives, you know, more options um, when I'm playing back there. Um, but I think, you know, there's, like I said, there's, there's still room for improvement. Um, it's not perfect. Um, so, you know, we'll go into training and, you know, work on the things that we have to get better at. Feels like Saba and Shonda Silva are fitting in quite nicely to us. Do you see it the same way? Yes, most definitely. Um, I mean, not only today, but also in training. Um, they're guys that um, have came straight in and have, you know, fit right in uh, with our culture, our chemistry, um, our identity as a team. Um, so, you know, I, I thought they did really well today. Um, and I'm proud to see that, you know, they both got their goals. Um, so it was, it was super special. I've got one more for you, Caleb. With, with all the good performances tonight, who got to play DJ in the locker room first? <laughs> um, I, I hear the music playing right now, but I don't know who's on it right now. Probably... Probably Tiago. He's probably our, the go-to. Okay. Yeah, he, he was our man of the match, so I, I could back that. Yeah, I'll give it to, we'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah. Caleb, uh, really great job by the entire group and uh, a really great job by you individually tonight. And uh, we'll see you back here Wednesday. We have a really big game against Cincinnati. All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you. Thanks, right. Caleb. Caleb Wiley as Atlanta United defeats uh, Nashville tonight 4-0. I, I thought it was cool in the first half. We saw him matched up a couple times against Shaq Moore, two Metro Atlanta products. Shaq Moore, who has uh, had a senior national team call up, as has Caleb, and then uh, matching up really nicely against Jacob Chapelberg as well. So he was up to the challenge tonight. and He had that long driving run in the first half that created a scoring opportunity as well. Let's go back downstairs now as Gonzalo Pineda is at the podium. How much of the, the good form the team is showing right now is just being able to rest during that break? How much of it was tweaking the tactics, refining the tactics? What do you contribute all this to? No, to the players, to the players. I think uh, it's great to the players. I mean, there are many different tactics. There are many periods of time where we rest and and the players need to perform and the players need to make plays. And they did great to me. Uh, 3.79 expected goals, uh, nine uh, clear chances, about 0.1 expected goals. I mean, good stats, good numbers, um, clean sheet two times in a row. Last time we did was a long time ago, uh, Montreal. Um, so uh, very happy for all of that. I think it was a very good performance from everyone, top to bottom, and uh, and it's great to the players. Uh, what specifically is just is working so much better right now that's allowing the team to have these free-flowing moves and obviously score all these goals tonight? A little bit the same. I mean, we talk a little bit about that, right? The players, the characteristics of the players. I mean, the type of performances they are putting together, the little cohesions, uh, and I always talk about these, the pairs, uh, Shande with Thiago are very cohesive, Tristan with Rosetto are very cohesive, on the right side, Brooks and Edwin, very good, and Jaco with pretty much everyone around, uh, Caleb by surprise with Shande, Thiago, uh, the back four, I mean, the pair of the center backs, they're just, just working well in those little units that, that are created. Uh, but I think the fluidity comes out of them understanding time and space, and uh, and I think it, it was pretty good. 
Hey, Coach. I uh, hey. wanted to just ask you about that, that first half. It felt like Nashville was really you know, putting up a big defensive wall, and you were able to kind of cut through it. Uh, who do you think helped contribute to that? Hey, and which one? I'm sorry? Uh, Nashville was putting up like a really big defensive wall at every kind of turn in the first half, but eventually you guys were able to cut through it. What were some of the good things that you saw? Well, I think when we talk about attacking, everything starts from the bottom. Uh, I, I don't remember which goal, uh, but it was a great play by uh, Brad where we start from the back, disrupting them. I think it was the first one. And uh, and it was a great play where we were patient on the ball and then we disrupt them. And then the play finished with the first goal. And I think uh, the way we are playing out from the back, the way we are building, allow us to to create a space higher on the field in between the lines or wider. And then we're attacking very well uh, once we're in those areas because we have good players, basically. Because once Thiago is in the front foot in between the lines, you know it's going to create danger, right? When Shande is out wide or inside combining with Thiago, you know it's going to create danger. Uh, 1v1, 2v1s, Brooks, Edwin on the right side, they're going to create danger. Caleb overlapping, Gigi inside the box, normally is going to score goals for us. I think we are solid in that part of the field, but everything is because of how good we are playing from the back and, and, and we are giving them a space uh, to our attacking players. Hey coach, this is two matches, two clean sheets with Miles and Abram uh, at the back. What's making them so effective together? Well, uh, I wouldn't just just put everything on those two. They, they've been great. They've been very good. Uh, a couple tackles they did today, a couple covers, the, their speed to actually recover against fast players. It was pretty awesome. But I always said the same as I am uh, saying about our attack it starts with Brad and how we play from the back. The same thing on the other side. So everything starts with Jakub putting those efforts to press Thiago, uh, Shande, Edwin pressing, being aggressive in, 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 the way, in the moments we have to press and not making easy for them to have um, good passes for their attackers. I think today Mokhtar wasn't happy on the field. He wasn't feeling comfortable because most of the balls he touched, he was under pressure. It wasn't easy passes for him and he was able to receive and turn many times. So I think he wasn't comfortable and it was part of the game plan. But everything starts also with uh, higher on the field. Of course, the back four, the midfielders, Brad, were amazing. Brad did a couple very good saves, the defenders. But for me, it's a collective effort always in attack and, and in defense. It's all a, um, just another terrific, terrific game for Thiago. Um, a goal and two assists, I believe, could have had a brace, if not for the woodwork. Um, but we've now nine goals, 13 assists. Um, in your mind, is he the MLS MVP at this current point in time? Well, uh, you guys in the league will take care of that on, on, on your own. Uh, I'm just pleased seeing Thiago happy on the field, seeing ha uh, Thiago enjoying to play around good players. And, and uh, I'm just happy about that and delighted as many fans were today. I was just, 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 it was very good to see that type of performance. We're very proud of what he's doing, especially because he's very humble. He's attributing all of his success to his teammates uh, and, and how much uh, 
they helped him to to be uh, with time and space, with good opportunities to score. So he just said that in the locker room, and that that's great from him. I think he's the fastest player in Atlanta United history to get to 20 goals and assist production. So that's great. It now is the highest in terms of uh, assists. So he's trying to have that push for MVP, of course, but uh, the most important part for him and for us is the team, and he's continue winning, and that's great uh, showing from him. Gonzalo talked about Tiago Almada and his humility, and that is awesome to hear. I love hearing that kind of stuff. It really feels like this group is together. Gonzalo is very humble as well. All the credit to the players. The players have been amazing, but the little tweaks, and there's been some some. Big ones and some little ones in the way that the team is playing right now. Talked about with Caleb Wiley staying home a little bit more. He's a great attacking fullback, but we've seen him get tired in games early. Now making fewer runs, but more impactful runs. And the defense is working really well with him tucking in as that third center back. The central midfield pair. I don't think anybody. I didn't. I'll put my hand up. I didn't have the, the pairing being Muyumba and Hosechu. I've talked about Mateus Hosechu a lot over the past couple of years. I feel like he's been criticized very unfairly at times. He is a perfect complement for what Muyamba gives. You don't have a true six in that in terms of being a defensive destroyer. But that is what Gonzalo Pineda and his staff have chosen to play based off of the entire group. You don't have to play a destroying central midfielder if you're going to have 60% of the ball, if you're going to create these kind of chances, if you're going to open the game up, if you're going to have a fullback tuck inside, if you're going to have another fullback in Brooks Lennon come into the midfield as well at times. This is not just, and I know Gonzalo is always going to say this, and and that's the, the mark of a good coach. This is not just great players playing great soccer. It's a great staff setting those great players up to deliver the great soccer that you saw tonight. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, among the great things tonight, Atlanta United will be sleeping in clean sheets again tonight. That is eight on the year, seven for Brad Guzan. For every Atlanta United clean sheet, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. So with tonight's clean sheet, another $2,000 donation to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total currently $16,000. Hashtag for the kids. Indeed. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and, well, the highlights of tonight's match, there were more than a few of them. Atlanta United, 4-0 winners over Nashville. Playlist curated by Jason Longshore, as always, in the full-time report. No Nashville music tonight. Nashville's not really a great music city, I have to say. So we're we're going with the Atlanta 90s hits tonight here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. A nightcap we made it, awakened by smells of perfume that I inhale and then tell how well we raise hell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boy, you should know that I've got you on my mind, your secret and my all right, back on the full-time report, Sports Radio 92.9, the game Atlanta United, 4-0 winners over Nashville tonight. But again, I just, I don't think Nashville's quality of music rises to the level of what we need to play tonight. So, uh, as we have been doing all night, because... Uh, with the 404 kits uh, that Atlanta United wore tonight, we'll wear twice more here at home. Um, a lot of what this week has been about has been the celebration of Atlanta's cultural uh, evolution in the 1990s. So we're playing 1990s music with an Atlanta theme. I have to say Dom Shirosky, our producer tonight, has done a pitch-perfect job in picking off your curated playlist. Helping out on the ones and twos as well. I feel like we're, we're back at Club 112 or something. Uh, which uh, I believe no longer exists other than um, maybe so. in the airport. Uh, but uh, No, no, I'm sorry. That's that's the, the 4040. Uh, it's on Concourse D. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, this no, is different. One of my – Yeah, come on. Come on. Uh, pull my uh, Atlanta card. Uh, yeah. Chick-fil-A is committed to help. Speaking of Atlanta, nothing more Atlanta than Chick-fil-A, right? Chick-fil-A is committed to helping fight food insecurity and is proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger all season long when an Atlanta United player successfully makes a tackle. Chick-fil-A restaurants in Atlanta will donate 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit atlutd.com backslash community. Highlights from tonight's match. Remember, this match started... A little bit with Nashville in control. They had a, a header right onto the boots of uh, Brad Guzan at point-blank range of the first five minutes. And then Atlanta United hit the post twice, and you're wondering, Oof, uh, is, the, uh, is the, the juju maybe against Atlanta United tonight? Well, we, we learned after 26 minutes this uh, was not the case. And this, the first goal of the match by Shande Silva, is our hot play of the match, brought to you by Scanner, because it was a golasso. 
who fires it ahead to Almada on the right wing. Good work by Atlanta United. Almada dribbling into the attacking third. Pitch to the back post. Silva, volley, score! Golasso! Shande Silva with a cartwheel and a backflip to celebrate his first Atlanta United goal. It was a beauty to give Atlanta United the 1-0 lead. Talked about it over these past couple of, of days after seeing Shande make his debut in Seattle. He's got a confidence. He's got a swagger that when you do things like that and you do things like the Rabona in Seattle and some of his first touches, what it does is it creates a little bit of panic in a defense because if you try to close him down too quickly and he can bring the ball down so well and beat you, you're on a highlight reel for all the wrong reasons. But then when you give him some space and he can take that out of the air and put it on frame, now you've got a goal-dangerous winger on that left side who can come in. He's comfortable playing in the 18. He can create opportunities for others as well. That really creates more space for everybody else in this attack. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. It was really all Atlanta from that point forward. They led 1-0 at halftime. It felt like they led by a much wider margin. Jason did say in halftime, though, it really would take an early second goal for everyone to feel <laughs> I <did>. more secure <laughs> about this match tonight. Well, how about a goal in the first minute of the second half here from Tiago Almada? Lovitz dribbles backwards and then gives it away to Yakamakis. 2v2 coming down the middle of Atlanta. Yakamakis will pitch this towards Silva. Trapped at the top of the arc. Flicks it ahead. Almada, edge of the six. Chip! Score! Atlanta United's star boy. Denied by the woodwork in the first half. Finally beats Willis. It's 2-0 Atlanta. The whole break with Shande Silva holding it up. Yorgos Yakamakis gets it to Silva. Silva holds it up to allow Almada to circle back, make the overlapping run. Perfectly weighted ball from Shande. And then Tiago goes high degree of difficulty to beat Joe Willis. Jack Mayer. Throws his body at it, gets a touch to it, but it was already on frame. It's a Tiago Almada goal, and I wanted a goal early in the second half. I did not ask for it a minute into the second half. Thank you, Tiago Almada. Tenth goal across all competitions uh, this year for Almada. Primary assist to Silva, so he had a goal and an assist tonight. And Yakimakis gets the secondary assist, and that's his second of the year. So 2-0 Atlanta United early in the second half, and they poured it on from there. In the 57th minute, Tiago Almada sets up a corner kick. And for the first time in a couple years, it's Miles Robinson finding the back of the net for Atlanta United. Here's Almada to send it out of the near corner goal to our left. Atlanta leading 2-0, 57th minute. Almada going to the back post. Header! Score! Miles Robinson! The 16th set-piece goal of the season, and Miles Robinson gives Atlanta United a 3-0 lead. Miles creates a little bit of space for himself. Alex Mwil tries to make a lot more of it than it was. Can't go up to try to win the header. Robinson powers it home. It's a perfectly placed ball from Tiago Almada. And look, between Almada and Lennon from the corner, you've got two of the best 
in delivering those in the same team. They can alternate, flip a coin. Whoever's feeling good takes the corner and usually puts it in a good spot. Well, we have the first career Atlanta United goal for Shande Silva tonight. Sabalubinicha comes in in the second half and wants to get into the act, and he does, scoring on, of all things, a back heel in the 87th minute. Hernandez collides with Abram. Abram claims the ball and plays it up to Almada on the left wing. Almada takes it down the near touchline now and dribbles towards goal. Almada dribbling into the box, popped ahead. Saba back to Almada at the near post to the edge of the net. Saba back heel, score! And now it's Saba Lovanicha with his first Atlanta United goal. Tiago Almada's got three assists. And Atlanta United is opening up a can on Nashville tonight. Lobjanitsa. Lobjanitsa. I promise I'm going to get that right at some point. Lobjanitsa. I actually had a deal with the team. He wasn't allowed to play until I learned how to pronounce his name. No, he's still playing. I don't care. He's yeah, still playing. Well, Saba. We'll uh, get you up to speed. Lobjanitsa. I promise I'm going to get that right. I, I uh, mispronounced his name I can't, in the first goal. I'm sorry I can't tell that, you Saba. how many times I have said his name to practice at it. Um, Look, Saba's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get a lot of practice in saying his name because Saba is a, a wild card in this attack because he's unpredictable. I, I think we saw in the limited time he had tonight, we saw his craftiness on two back heels in that sequence. We saw his speed. There was one moment where he took off on a run diagonally from right to left that he surprised me with his pure pace on the ball. A little bit of defensive work as well. That was something I was wondering how much he would bring there. But he's so creative, and that's what I really like that he brings on that side. So, again, you get this attack all firing on the same same page with Tiago Almada. It's a, think of it as a diamond. Tiago Almada at the base of this attacking diamond. Saba Lobjanitsa on the right. Sean De Silva on the left. Yorgos Yakamakis in the middle. I mean... It's the United Nations, but it's an incredible attack with Greece, Portugal, Republic of Georgia, and Argentina all represented in that. And they are all finding a page right now. If they can find the same chapter and continue to build on this, that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, again, as a result of all this tonight, Atlanta United only climbs one spot on the table to sixth in the East, but crucially now on 41 points. They're only one point out of fifth and only two points out of second. Yes, teams ahead of them with matches in hand, but Atlanta United also plays three of the teams ahead of them, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, and Columbus. So without doing the math, I can tell you with relative certainty that Atlanta United still controls their own destiny for a top-four seed in the East, which would give them home field advantage in a best-of-three playoff series. We'll take another break. We'll come back with your questions and comments on Twitter after this as Atlanta United tonight defeats Nashville 4-0. More 90s music, please, on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Back on the full-time report here on Sports Radio 92.9, the game Atlanta United. 4-0 winners over Nashville tonight on uh, kind of the, the cap of a week that has celebrated so much of what we love about Atlanta and what kind of started boiling up in the, the 1990s. And um, what a wonderful job just by the club from, from top to bottom this week with, with the documentary they put out, uh, you know, kind of explaining the whole uh, – you know, genesis of the 404 kit and Atlanta influences everything and, and their role in it. Uh, it's great, great job by the content team to, Incredible. to kind of carry that through. I, I know the kit design has been a little bit controversial, but I, I don't hear anyone talking about it now after this win tonight. Yeah, I, I don't have any problems with it. It reminded me of Atlanta in the 90s when I saw it. I immediately thought of the ATLians album. Yep. Looked like the, the So So Deaf billboard in a way and, and the So So Deaf Base All Star CDs. Look, I, I think what's so cool about what Atlanta United did with a third kit, which is going to be worn four times, which you can have some creativity with and you can tell stories with, the embracing of a city's culture that's not directly tied to the soccer team. I think what Atlanta United did really well with this whole element is they embraced Atlanta and Atlanta's culture, made it all fit together, and I think they're going to end up with this – whole initiative and there's going to be three more games in the 404 kit two more here at home i think it just brings a a different element to the the soccer culture in atlanta atlanta soccer is maybe the most diverse in the country and i don't think there's another club in major league soccer and there's not many clubs in the world that could do what atlanta united did with this launch with this kit with the documentary with celebrating the city's culture and making it fit into the soccer conversation as well. Yeah, totally agree. So just great job by the club with all that. Then the media game that they had yesterday that Jason and I had a lot of fun calling. It's been a really fun couple days, and a lot of people in the front office have worked very, very hard to create these experiences. And tonight the team pays it off with a 4-0 win over Nashville. couple comments on Twitter. Elmada Flo says, good win. The amount of looks this team can employ during a match is fantastic. Also loves the clean sheet. Different look in the midfield to earlier in the teens with personnel and pressure, and it is working so far. The interchangeability of this group, and that's positional play, to be able to have the moments where Edwin Mosquero would pop up on the opposite side, where Shande Silva would pop up on the other side, in those moments on breaks after defending a set piece where – Caleb Wiley turned into a forward and he had cover behind him. It's not about the formation at the beginning. It's about the way that the team wants to play. It's about taking care of the ball. It's about changing things up but still fitting into the identity. Caleb Wiley tucking inside as a third center back. Brooks Lennon becoming a midfielder when needed. Not playing a true six. And look, the first half of the season, and there was a a whole lot of conversation when Franco Ibarra was loaned to Toronto as Muyamba was coming in. Tristan Muyamba was probably going to get those minutes on the field. That was the idea at that time. And it's it, it the conversation was about the cover as a six. You don't always have to have a defensively-minded six. Sergio Busquets has made a pretty good career for himself by what he does on the ball in that position. 
Tristan Muyamba and, and especially Mateus Hosechi, who deserves his flowers for the performances he's had over these past couple of games. And he deserved them before, but I think it's undeniable now. You're building, and I love that Gonzalo talked about it, I always call them the little societies. It's You're building those on the field to where right now it might be some duos. It's going to be trios as it continues to build. And then it's going to go from there to where you get more of that free-flowing possession game that we saw at times tonight. Uh, Nick says, by far the most complete performance and win this season for him. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how sustainable will this be over the remaining eight games? It always comes up to that. And, and look, you're not going to play a 10 out of 10 every game. Nobody does. No team does. It doesn't happen. Because you have games where a couple of those shots get saved or one of Nashville's opportunities from distance goes in. Like they're, they're, You can't expect 10 out of 10 every game. And when you don't get it, you can't complain. Like That's the part. What is sustainable to me is what they're doing on the defensive side. That's the sustainable part. The hardest thing is to score goals in in this game. That's the hardest thing because you can do a lot of things right and still not find the back of the net. Atlanta United's found the back of the net quite a bit this season, and they've outperformed their XG. Okay, that's that, that happens. And can it keep that up? Well, I mean, XG would tell you that they they should score a few, few fewer goals. The part you can control the most is what you do on the defensive side. Don't give up easy goals. Don't give up sloppy goals. Don't have those moments where individual mistakes punish you. And when mistakes happen, and they will, pick your teammate up. Make that clearance for them. Block that shot for them. Make that save for them. These are the moments that I think you're starting to see from this team. The sustainable part needs to be the defensive performances. That's what it needs to be. And back-to-back clean sheets, that should give a lot of confidence to the group. DeAndre Graham wants to know how safe is the playoffs right now for Atlanta United, Very safe. in our opinion. Very safe. It's, it wasn't a conversation before. It, it can't be a conversation anymore. I, I, I just I don't know. I just don't know where this comes from because when you look at the overall table in this league, the Eastern Conference is tough. And – the idea, and I, I said it coming into this game, and I think this game's a prime example of it. If you heard the conversation around Nashville and around Atlanta, who are on the same number of points, you would think you're talking about one team near the top of the table and one team near the bottom. And it's not the case. I don't know why it's like that. It's got to stop. This team had a comfortable cushion in getting into the playoffs before this run. Now, yeah, they still have work to do. They, they should do it. You shouldn't be worried about that. You should be looking ahead. Well, I mean, look, look ahead it, of them. Yeah, it, it's just the math really does not work right You're now. You're two for points Atlanta out of second. Miss. Well, and, and just to take it a step further, and again, like DeAndre, we're, we're not getting into you. No, you no, no, it's not you. Question. Um, DC, who is in tenth right now, which is the first team below the line. By the way. Rabble, rabble, games in hand. They have played the same amount of games as Atlanta United, and they are 11 points behind Atlanta United with eight to play. Then I think you have to ask the question, okay, and I know everyone's thinking Miami, but who below D.C. would be capable of making up this kind of ground and knocking out Atlanta in a short uh, span of time? And I'll even start with Miami because Miami does have three games in hand on Atlanta United. So uh, they they still have to play um, 
11 matches, so they have 33 available points. If Miami wins all 11 of those matches, wins them, and I want to point out, yes, I know they haven't lost yet, but in League's Cup they had a couple matches go to penalties. It's not like they've been at three points per match, even with Messi so far. But if they went out, they would be on 54 points. Atlanta would need 13 points in their final eight matches to stay ahead of Miami, and that would even mean Miami would beat Atlanta head-to-head in that scenario. The math just is not against Atlanta right now to miss. I don't see New York City getting hot enough. Toronto, I think they're dead and buried. They have uh, a bunch of dysfunction right now. You know, Red Bulls and Charlotte, they're there, but again, they're 12 points below Atlanta. New York has one game in hand. Charlotte has two. I just don't see the mathematical reality playing out even with an Atlanta collapse. And it would it would be a bad collapse for this to even come into play right now. Uh, even with an Atlanta collapse, I just do not see it being mathematically possible. I don't know why we're talking about Atlanta not getting into the playoffs now, and Nashville's not talking about not getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, it, the, the conversation for Atlanta needs to be top four. That needs to be the yeah. conversation. It's not going to be easy right because the Eastern Conference is very good. It's not going to be easy because out of the overall table, St. Louis is on 44 points in the West. LAFC is on 40. Atlanta's ahead of LAFC. Atlanta would be second in the West. Not that far off of St. Louis. The Eastern Conference is much, much better. That's the conversation. The Eastern Conference is far better this year. They're going to beat each other up. Atlanta's getting hot at the right time. They've added some great pieces that complement the team in the summer window, so you would expect they would continue to improve, and they need to. And, yeah, they're probably going to drop a game here at some point because it happens. Everybody has. But Wednesday is a really big, I think, test. And that's a good thing to have at this point because you're facing the team that has set the the mark this season with 54 points, Cincinnati. I like Atlanta against teams that play in Cincinnati's way. I like Atlanta against teams that press. I think they've shown this year they can handle that pretty well. You still have to perform every single game. Nothing is guaranteed, but an 11-point cushion – I I think you can you can feel a little good about that. I think you can be okay. Well, we will look ahead to that very interesting match on Wednesday coming up against the Supporter Shield leader Cincinnati, who bounced back from their Open Cup loss to Miami the other night with a resounding 3-0 win over New York City tonight. But it's Atlanta United with the most decisive win of any team in the league tonight so far. 4-0 over Nashville as we wrap up the full-time report after this on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Man, I, I got to say, Tom Chorosky, our producer back at our Midtown studio, has just been spot on with his musical selections tonight. Me and Dom could go all night on this. <laughs> now, celebrating Atlanta, which I, 
that kind of culturally dominated a lot of genres in the 90s between, I, I, I would even argue sports. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Braves won a World Series. and Don't forget the two legit-to-quit Falcons at the beginning of the 90s. And then at the end of the 90s, they went uh-huh. to the Super Bowl. The, the Hawks made a couple deep playoff runs in the 90s. National the Hockey Mookie League. The Blaylock Hawks. That's right. Uh, and Steve Smith. The National yeah. Hockey League came to Atlanta in the 90s. Wow, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, it, <laughs> to, to be fair... <laughs> I know a lot of you listening won't like this. The 90s began with an Atlanta team winning the national championship of college football, Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. Uh, So you had sports, obviously. You had music. Uh, you have the Olympics here, which is a big deal. and uh, It was an optimistic time, having <laughs> graduated high school in 95 and being here for the Olympics and, and seeing all of it. That time in my life is one that this week has brought back a ton of great memories with everything Atlanta United's done. And if there's anything to take away from all of this is, can we go back and embrace that optimistic outlook that we had in the yeah. city at that time of we could do anything and we can accomplish anything. We just got the Olympics. We can do anything we want. That was so cool, and I hope that can come back. No, I do too. Uh, anyhow, Atlanta United dominating tonight 4-0 over Nashville. I do want to say before um, we say goodnight and look ahead to the Cincinnati match, you know, I think Arthur Blank rightfully gets a lot of credit for the growth of soccer in the city of Atlanta and in the state of Georgia. And if not for Arthur Blank, we wouldn't have Atlanta United. But I wonder if not for Dick Cecil, where soccer in Atlanta and the state of Georgia would have been maybe before Arthur Blank got here. And uh, there was a moment of silence to pay tribute to Dick Cecil tonight because uh, in the last week he passed away. And I know you had a relatively recent meeting with him, and um, he's been a very important figure in your life as well. Yeah, I got to know uh, Dick over these past few years. Uh, met him, um, knew about him for a long time, uh, not even just on the soccer side. Uh, amazing work with the Braves when they first came to town. But I got to meet him uh, a few years ago, I want to say 2018, did an event with Georgia Soccer, and, and we kept in touch and, and started meeting pretty regularly on, on some different documentary projects that, that we were working on. And honestly, so many times that we would get together and, and talk, we would just talk soccer and, and talk about those times back at the very beginning when you didn't have a youth soccer league in the city of Atlanta and you had a handful of high schools that were playing the game. And uh, Bill Bartholomew came with the Braves and started the Braves, and, and he really tasked Dick with, with launching the soccer team that became the Atlanta Chiefs. And one of the most important things that happened at that time was hiring Phil Woosnam to come in and be the, the player coach. He, he was a great seller of the game. And also the other decision that they all made together was that they would sign players to 12-month contracts, which was unheard of. This was the first time you had a nationwide professional soccer league Half of that year they played, and the other half they went out and they did clinics and they did camps and they taught the game. And from 1966 when the team was announced to the end of the 1968 season that the Atlanta Chiefs won the city's first major sports championship, tens of thousands of kids were introduced literally to what a soccer ball was and how the rules of the game functioned. And they got to see it firsthand. They brought Pelé here with Santos. They brought Manchester City, who were the English champions at that time. They were ahead of their time. And they they really set a template that I think so many others should have. And Dick stayed with the game for so long. He didn't come to soccer from the beginning. He learned about it, and it became a passion for for him. And 
so many times after road trips with Atlanta United, after we got to know each other really well, uh, I'd get a call from Dick and he'd want to hear about how the game went. And we'd talk about the game and he'd talk about, you know, how he, he really liked Gonzalo and what he was doing. And he was excited to get a chance to, to meet Garth Lagerway here soon. We were trying to put that together. So Dick Cecil left a, a really, I don't think it's, I think it's an immeasurable legacy in Atlanta soccer and in Atlanta sports. And his his memory has to be kept strongly in the minds of all of us who are involved in the game because as great as Arthur has done with everything with Atlanta United, the, the seeds that were planted back in the late 60s by Dick Cecil and all the decisions that he made at that time, they don't come to bloom with Atlanta United if they hadn't been planted in the first place. Yes, absolutely well said. Uh, okay, Wednesday night. I don't think there's any doubt Cincinnati's the best team in the league. They certainly are uh, running away with the supporter shield. They, they've wobbled a little, mm-hmm. but I think they're still the best team in the league. And, um, yeah, I called it a showdown earlier. It's by no means a must win for either side. But I, I think it'll be maybe a good barometer for where Atlanta United is right now and if they can build on the momentum of these last two matches. Yeah, I, I've said Cincinnati's got to show that they can win big games. This, this has a big game feel. Atlanta United needs to show they can win big games. This is a good test for both teams. It doesn't define the 2023 season for either one, but it could maybe change the path for either one it, for, in terms of uh, from a positive perspective with momentum and in terms of maybe questioning themselves and going back to the drawing board a little bit. Lucho Acosta, you know, Vasquez, uh, so many good players on the Cincinnati team. But if they come out and high-press Atlanta, I, I like Atlanta's chances in a game like that. I think Atlanta can open teams up that try to do that in this building. And Atlanta's had success against Philadelphia, against the Red Bulls in this building. If Cincinnati plays in that way, they're going to have to be incredibly sharp because this Atlanta team is flying right now with the ball at their feet. And I think that can continue on Wednesday. I can't wait to find out how it goes. Yeah, uh, I'm really eager for it as well. And uh, I like that it's here in Atlanta, in uh, Atlanta United's Fortress. And we'll be on the air Saturday, or bigger part, in Wednesday night, 7 o'clock for the Five Stripes Countdown. 7.30 will be the kickoff, Atlanta United and Cincinnati. The first of two meetings between those sides this year. They'll meet again on Decision Day. Uh, That looks almost certain to be the day that Cincinnati will lift the supporter shield. But there's still a little bit of time left in this season, a little more than a month to go. All right, producer tonight, Dom Shirovsky, engineer Miller Pope. For Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Once again, Atlanta United defeating Nashville tonight. 4-0. We'll see you Wednesday night here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United game. Tune in for complete match day coverage all season long. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.